This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. College, isn't it? The Crystal Palace Academy to a Category 1 right here on Love Sport. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker, and on digital radio. This is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at 7, Meghan Markle's arrived at the luxury Clifton House Hotel, where she'll spend the night before marrying her prince tomorrow. There, she's there with her mum, Doria Ragland, who met the Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh at Windsor Castle earlier. Meanwhile, Prince Harry's been on a walkabout in the market town with his best man and brother, William, chatting to the crowds. Seven-year-old Meghan O'Shea got to speak to the groom-to-be. Well, he asked some questions about school, what um, we have done today and he said um, do you think the weather would be nice for tomorrow and the big wedding at least one gunman has opened fire at a Texas high school, killing eight to ten people, mostly pupils. Two suspects are in custody. A plane carrying 104 passengers has crashed shortly after takeoff in Cuba. Local reports say the Cuban state Boeing 737 came down near the international airport in Havana. Scotland Yards refused to explain what security arrangements it has for the former Russian spy Sergei Skripal, who's been discharged from hospital today. He and his daughter were left critically ill after being poisoned by a nerve agent which also affected a police officer. Cara Charles-Barks is from Salisbury District Hospital. It's fantastic news that Sergei Skripal is well enough to leave Salisbury District Hospital. That he, Yulia and Dias Bailey have now been able to leave us so soon after coming in contact with the nerve agent. It's thanks to the hard work, skill and professionalism of our clinicians. In sport, football's world governing body says it's got no, no comment on claims that trickery was used to help host France in the 1998 World Cup draw. It was set up so they'd be kept away from Brazil until the final. And Swansea and Stoke are both looking for new managers. Carlos Cavallio, who has, has not had his deal extended, Paul Lambert's also gone from Stoke. That's the latest. I'm Annie Joyce. The Crystal Palace Fan Show, the latest on the Eagles. And all the gossip from Selhurst Park. Plus, you Glazers fans getting vocal on the socials. The Crystal Palace Fan Show with 7OTB.com. Predict seven months with seven figures. Love Sport London, a great station for a great city. City, 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 city.
time is three minutes past seven. You are listening to Love Sport Radio. It is seven o'clock on a Friday night, and that can only mean one thing. The sun is out. It's time to enjoy yourself. And the only way to enjoy yourself, in my book, is the Palace Fan Show. You're listening to me, Joe Forrester, in for Aaron Paul tonight, and we've got Homestyle Radio with us. Uh, DR and Nick, good evening, chaps. We've got Hambo on the way, haven't we? Yeah, Hambo's on his way. He should be here shortly. <laughs> Always late. <laughs> he should be here shortly, but it's going to be quite an entrance because he's, I mean, he sent me a, a list earlier of things he wanted to chat about, and there's loads going on with Palace, isn't there, at the moment? I mean, incredible end to the season for you. Yeah, it has been uh, an incredible end. Start of the season was disastrous. Didn't seven games, and the way Roy switched it up, and we barely missed out on the top ten by goal difference. It's just incredible how we ended the season. It's really, I mean, it's an incredible job that Roy did. And we ran a poll. Um, I normally do the score on Saturday afternoons. We ran a poll uh, for the manager of the year. And the managers of the year that we included, because you can only have four in a Twitter poll, um, were Roy Hodgson. Pep Guardiola, Sean Dyche, and my my personal inclusion, David Wagner. Um, but the fact that Roy Hodgson was included in in a poll like that, um, and I think the stats were that if he'd have taken, if the season had started um, after seven games, you'd have finished in the top seven. Um, I mean, what what exactly? So for someone like me that that doesn't live and breathe Palace, I'm sorry to say, that's a, I do, I do, yeah. got a soft spot for Palace. Lot lot of my mates are Palace fans, um, but doesn't live and breathe Palace. What what is it that Roy did that was so special? When he came in, we were all a bit worried. We thought he's too old. He might not last a season because he's too old. Mm. Um, but reading what Danny Murphy had said. Uh, about him knowing exactly what he wants his players to do and making sure that they know and drilling it week in, week out, week in, week out. And the players are passing without looking at where they're passing the ball to now. Would you agree, they are? They're, they're playing the ball into spaces which they weren't doing before. And ironically, we had Frank De Boer in who wanted to play that expansive passing football mm-hmm. mixed in with a bit of hoof it up the pitch if you need to. And Roy's just done it with the players that... Frank de Boer couldn't manage to do it with. So it, that that Dutch total football style, actually, the man you needed all along was from down the road. <laughs> yeah, it was. And as as Nick has said, I think the biggest change is the organisation. Um, the defence has been extremely solid going forward on the counter. Uh, Wilfred Zaha, Andros Townsend, even Ruben Loftus-Cheek, they worked out so well. He he gave the he allowed the players to you know live up to full potential, especially players like Ruben Loftus Cheek. Mm-hmm. And as a result, um, going forward, we were good. And in defence, that's what you've done. You just individually, um, every sectors of the pitch, you improved on. What's also not really overlooked because we we went through it. We had eleven first team players in the treatment room at one time. It was crazy. Your injury list at one point. And to actually, we we only just lost to Man United. We only just lost to Spurs, and then shortly after, we got a couple of players back and got the nil nil against Man City. And I think that was a turning point. But the fact that he did it and introduced new players, uh, Aaron Wan Bissaka, he just chucked him in, and he knew when to take him out again. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of lot of player, managers would have kept Wan Bissaka in, but. He's done a good thing by, by bringing Ward back after his injury because Ward's contract's up and hopefully it will spur him to maybe signing a new one and, all right, Wan-Bissaka might overtake him in a pecking order but, but we still need quality players in that position. Yeah, absolutely. Do, do you think Roy's reputation has been rehabilitated? Because I, I couldn't for a long time forgive him 
for England and especially for Iceland. Um, I'm always saying it, always saying it on the radio. England went out of a major tournament to a team that has a population smaller than the London Borough of Wandsworth. <laughs> and that, to me, said it all. But actually, this is a guy who's managed to Inter Milan, did a brilliant job at Fulham, at West Brom. Um, and he, he's the man to take you forward. And he is going to be there next year, isn't he? He as well. He said that. I think what you've got to remember with the Hogson England thing is you said Iceland had a team. They did have a team. We had a collection of players who played for rival clubs who didn't want to get too close together. Rio Ferdinand admitted that this week with, with earlier managers. Yeah. That the players wouldn't reveal too much to each other, so they weren't as bonded as a team as perhaps Iceland up against the world were. And um, I think that's a poison chalice for any England manager to actually overcome that, which possibly is why Southgate's gone with a young squad. Absolutely, and we're going to be talking about that young squad in a little bit because Ruben Loftus-Cheek, of course, in that England squad, and he's had a brilliant season, I think we can all agree. But Roy Hodgson is going to receive the single greatest accolade that a man can, and he's going to be given the freedom of the London Borough of Croydon. Council leader Tony hang Newman. On, hang on, Royden. Royden. Uh, Royden, of course. Which, and you guys, you can you can put this to bed for me. Um, I was just on Aaron's show telling him what's coming up a minute ago. And Aaron insists that he's the man who coined the phrase Royden. Is this true? No. <laughs> no there, there's been a few few signs around the borough with the C crossed out. But it just says Royden, and it's great. It's, it's, there's so many people you see about now in Palace shirts. Mm. And suddenly the the club are part of the community again when, when we'd gone seven days or seven games sorry um without a win or a goal people kind of quietly went about that crystal Palace. Yeah, but now they're all out and about in palace tops and yeah it's yeah. A, it's amazing my favorite sort of graffiti is when you remove bits and when you doctor existing signs so for example uh when tucker's road becomes something else due to a <laughs> useful bit of ballpoint pen and and scratching bits out is, is that tucked road Tucked, it could be, it could be either, either works. <laughs> um, but Dr. On a serious note, so Roy is going to be given the freedom of the borough, and he he said, right, um, I could never have dreamt my journey in life would take me from walking to Selhurst Park with my father and sitting on the crossbar at the Homesdale Road end to managing the club I've always supported and to being recognised by Croydon Council for my career in football. It's very much an honour I wish to dedicate to my parents as a palace fan how does that make you feel inside yeah it is yeah inside i know i know where it's coming from like i can just imagine me like i'm no one and roy was no one and then all of a sudden he managed to go from croydon he used to watch palace then he went into management and then now he's back at palace so yeah it is a great award especially if you're from croydon i can just imagine winning an award like that and he deserves it he's a he's a top gentleman and i've spoken to him before when the stadium got um, when the stadium unveil happened for the new stand and even then he would just talk to you like you're like he wouldn't look at my age he would just talk to me like i'm his friend or whatever so yeah he's a top guy top manager and fully deserves it do you think managers like that are a, a, a dying breed, really, in this country, especially in the Premier League? Uh, every manager's different, aren't they? They'll be round your shoulder telling you you're brilliant to your Brian Clough, so I didn't pick you, you were crap type. <laughs> I, I do have a complaint to make. I know Chris was late, so for once in my whole life, I did a bit of research. The only bit of research I did, you have just read out. So oh, no. <laughs> no. I, I piggybacked your quote. I'm so, so I got it from you. I got yes, it from yes indeed and you got it from i got it from roy direct <laughs> <laughs> no um with his dealing with the players is excellent because from what i've heard he treats everybody at the club 
equal. So even if players aren't getting picked, he still sees them as important. And they can see themselves being part of that. And it's always been a family thing with Crystal Palace. I know Wimbledon used to have the crazy gang, but I, I'm getting the feeling that that's coming back. We felt we were losing it, but when you've got players like James McArthur coming out saying they want to spend the rest of their time at Palace, with the whole atmosphere and everything going on there, I think that, that draws it in as well. Mm. It's just nice that a former supporter is now in the dugout. For example, a um, couple of weeks ago, um, when we were playing Stoke City, um, the youngster Wan Bissaka was on a bench and... Joe Wood got injured, but he didn't. He decided not to bring him on. Um, I, we saw it on the TV the cameras focused on Roy, and Roy was actually explaining to Wan Bissaka why he's not coming on. He's you could see the connection that he has with the players is just mm. great, and they love playing for him. And he's just a top gentleman, which he deserves this award. And you know, I think his England reputation, um, what happened at England, damaged his reputation. But if you look at what he done at Fulham and West Brom. Everyone at Fulham and everyone at West Brom, they were singing his name last week. Um, love him. And I think he's an underrated manager. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I'd like to pick up on what you said about uh, a special atmosphere at Palace. And, and I'm completely with you. So I've been there. Uh, I've been to Southwest Park a couple of times as an away fan um, and supporting another London club as well. And that can often... I'm a Tottenham fan. It can often be quite scary if you go to Stamford Bridge or <laughs> Upton Park in the old days. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Um, that's, it's quite an intimidating atmosphere. Palace was never like that. Palace is a club that, for me, is about... The, the, the supporters have a certain element of boisterousness and fun. Like, and you know that you're going to get that atmosphere. It's a good laugh. It was, And I don't condone this in any way, but it's the only Premier League ground I've ever been to where the stewards appeared not to care at all what anybody was doing it was kind of like it was a bit like a big pub so at half time everybody was down in the concourse drinking smoking and it was a bit like being in a beer garden and it's kind of like oh we better get up for the second half it was it's i've never experienced that and that level i suppose of just sort of fun and and naughtiness i think that's maybe what makes palace a special club yeah i agree with you when we did go up in the premier league many people know us for our atmosphere mm. and still do know us for our atmosphere at sellers park it's especially games that do matter the fans do stand up and much in many grounds so it is good from our, our perspective that that we're doing that as we expect other English clubs to do the same things and yeah as you said as away fans whenever they do come they do seem to enjoy it <laughs> I sit near the away fans as well um, the stewards as you said they don't really seem to like push their away fans to the limit so yeah it is mm. a good good atmosphere and we're lucky to have it to be fair because it's, it's the community at Palace is like we're family club as Nick said so it's a good it's a good thing to have the atmosphere and we're going to be carrying this chat on in a few moments time you're listening to the Crystal Palace Fan Show right here on Love Sport People will either watch the FA Cup or the Royal Wedding but I'll be watching my Stormy Daniels DVD collection Love Sport I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. London's lunchtimes have just got tastier. He's a familiar face and isn't afraid to chat about the right stuff. If you love sport and love London, you'll love Kevin O'Sullivan at lunchtime on Love Sport. Weekdays from one. If you don't, just turn it off. It's not a prison we're running here. Love Sport, a great station for a great city. With a spokesman said.com. England World Cup team, pathetic. No Americans whatsoever. Sad. This is Love Sport. 
Good evening. The time is approaching quarter past seven. You are listening to the Crystal Palace Fan Show right here on Love Sport. My name is Joe Forrester and I'm here with DR and Nick from Homesdale Radio. Hambo is imminent. Like, you know, on uh, on one of those sort of old 80s films where there's a nuclear warhead headed towards Washington and you can see the green bleep on the screen. That's how I imagine Hambo approaching us like a nuclear missile of palace enthusiasm coming towards the studio <laughs> well yeah he, he, like, when i came on last time he was late as well so i don't know what he's doing <laughs> i prefer to call him exocet because you know he's coming and there's nothing you can do about it yeah <laughs> <laughs> um we were talking a few moments ago about about palace and the special atmosphere at selhurst park and it's one of the things that i'm really interested in is the impact that a stadium has on the atmosphere so there's this big thing that so for example uh wembley or the Olympic Stadium or the London Stadium or whatever the heck you want to call it, where yes. West Ham play, um, that place. I mean, I'm sure they don't want to name it either. They don't have an atmosphere because they don't have ends. So the shape is an oval. So the sound escapes, whereas if you have an end, it keeps the sound in. And secondly, it gives the fans, you go, OK, so right, I sit um, Homestale Road or I sit um, wherever, the North Bank, or I sit in the Park Lane. At different grounds, you have a different end where you sit. Whereas if you have an oval ground, you don't have that. Um, is as Palace sort of get more successful, and I think you've got a very good team there, and and you continue to kind of move upwards and onwards, and people talk about redeveloping the ground. Is that something you'd worry about going from Selhurst Park? I don't think so because we're we're not doing it all at once. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a stand at the side, and the way they're going to join the main stand to the Homesdale means that the the sound will be kept in more anyway. Yeah, I mean, you've got oval Italian grounds, and you always have the curve of Seward and the curve of Nord, so mm. so there'll, there'll still be ends of the grounds, I think. Is that the special anyway. craziness of, of Italian ultras, though, that brings <laughs> that? Quite possibly. Quite uh, possibly. Um, so, obviously, I've been talking about Roy Hodgson, so kind of uh, old gentleman of Palace steering the ship, <laughs> and one of his shipmates, if I can carry on this metaphor, um, maybe the cabin boy, has been Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Um, so on loan from Chelsea, um, clearly a very good player, but you kind of you get these, these these good young players on loan from the massive clubs, and you don't really know much about. It. You don't know what they're going to be up to. Um, what what would you say, Dr. His his season has been like at Palace? I think this season's probably been the biggest season of of his career. He yeah. fi- he managed to finally play throughout the season, which I don't. If he stayed at Chelsea, which I don't think would have been the case. He, he had a, a spell off with injury, didn't we? And there were a few people saying, "Oh, we should just go back to Chelsea." Yeah, I'm so yeah, glad he didn't. Yeah, there was there was this issue about him going back to Chelsea after the injury, but he didn't go back. And yeah, he's actually a very tremendous. I didn't expect that from him. I knew he had quality in him, but mm. he's a very good footballer and. It's it's a shame because there's many footballers just like Ruben Loftus Cheek that do have the quality but don't get the chance. So yeah, when he did when he did come to us, he done a great job and he has um, deserved this England call up, uh, which was announced on Monday. Yeah, well, I I was doing I was kind of doing my England team as you do. You sort of you're on the bus or whatever, and you doodle your England team and you do formations. And I realised. Loftus Cheek was in all these formations that I was picking. Um, I mean, Nick, does he does he start for you for England? I think he does. It's worth pointing out, uh, Chelsea fans are, are moaning the fact that they spent £60 million on two English players. Mm. They're not going to the World Cup, and the chap they've loaned out is going. Yeah. Um, it shows how good the loan system is for the club that's loaning the player out. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd put him in, but that's because I've seen him week in, week out, and I've, I've seen him blossom throughout the season as well. 
and actually his partnership with uh, Zaha is is incredible at times. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, and the thing, actually, I think about Chelsea, one of the big things I'm always banging on about Antonio Conte is moaning about getting new players in. Coach the players that you've got. So Ruben Loftus-Cheek goes out on loan. Bakayoko comes in. <laughs> is I mean, if we're being kind, we say he's not adapted to the Premier League. If we're being honest, we say he's been dreadful. He's yeah. good on FIFA. And he's an excellent player on FIFA. He's, he's, a, he's a brilliant player, a couple of versions of Football Manager ago as well. Ah. So <laughs> brilliant someone to bring in bottom of the diamond if you want to shore things up. Um, but... But Loftus-Cheek, he had him there all along, didn't he, Conte? And I know that the loan spell is up. We don't know who the coach is going to be at Chelsea next year. Do you think there's a chance that Loftus-Cheek could stay permanently at Palace? If you're looking at Chelsea's past with uh, players like Nathan Ake, he's been loaned out and then they didn't give him a chance when he did come back. And So, yeah, I, I think there is a there is a chance because of the club being Chelsea because they have a reputation of doing stuff like this learning out players and Mo Salah uh, yeah. I know he didn't get learning out but Kevin De Bruyne he was quality yeah um, so yeah I think there is a chance and he loves it at Palace you can actually see it at, uh, in the lap of honour and it also in games after games he just always has this buzz you can see in his face he always goes to the fans always appreciates the fans and also the players the players love him as well you can see on social media so I think if we do get rid of Kobay I know it's not outright replacement Ruben off the cheek for him uh, we will get Ruben Loftus-Cheek, I think. We're going to be talking more about Yoan Kabai and about Ruben Loftus-Cheek, his future at Palace, right here on Love Sport. Alexa, shut off the fake news and get on Love Sport. Really great. The best. Call us on 0208 70 20 558. And don't worry, we won't harvest your data. Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to one million. Don't miss Big at the London Motor Show. Brought to you by MotorshowEvents.com. This is a celebration of all big vehicles. From big American rigs, the ultimate six-wheel Hummer, one of the biggest off-roaders, to the most spectacular lowrider by Gas Monkey, this is not to be missed. Save 10% today on London Motor Show tickets. Visit MotorshowEvents.com slash LoveSport and use promo code BIG2018. The London Motor Show, 17th to the 20th of May at XL London. Who's going to win the World Cup? Not Italy, that's for sure. Who do you fancy? England? The Germans? Seven best bets offer great welcome deals for new customers. Whether you think you know this summer's big winners, or you want a spin at the roulette table, or you fancy a flutter on the GGs, Seven Best Bets have got you covered. Enjoy your World Cup with us. SevenBestBets.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for details. You love your sport. But it can be a pain organising it. Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team, and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. Brilliant, I've finally quit. It feels good. I feel like I've got my life back. 
It's an amazing feeling when you stop smoking. For free support tools, search online for NHS Smoke Free. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. The perfect comedy breakfast sandwich. Bringing home the bacon with all the sports, the biggest news and a fair amount of egg on faces. You like it saucy, there'll be something for you. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. Weekdays from 6am on Love Sport. Arsenal are the Gooners. I thought that was a kids' movie from the 80s. Very popular, very, very popular. Love Sport, 558 AM. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Good evening, you are listening to Love Sport Radio. My name's Joe Forrester, and I'm here with the lads from Homestyle Radio doing the Crystal Palace fan show. The time is 23 minutes past seven, and an interesting debate just emerged off air. How many times... Do you have to have your heart? By the way, good evening. Good evening. Apologies for my lateness. Not at all. It's it's. Do you know what you can You you breeze in. You're like a breath of fresh air and energy. <laughs> That's um, right. Exploding into the studio. It's something that that I'm I'm interested in this because I was comparing. I was chatting to a mate about this the other day with England. The thing is, it's like a girl that breaks your heart. And you keep taking her back because you just want it to work out so badly. And it doesn't every time. But, I mean, Hambo, do you remember the moment that you had your heart broken by England? Well, (laughs) well, listen, I I can go back to the last time I was proud. I was proud to be with England. Interesting, okay. Euro 96. Yeah? So, hmm, sounding quite odd. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Euro 96 was beautiful because although England didn't win... They, you know, they played their hearts out. There were some characters. You got behind everyone. No one thought about which club anyone represented or anything like that. And you just thought, you know, these are heroes. And the performance against Holland, where we outfootball total football, yeah. And it just, you know, it meant something. It's a Holland team with Ruud Hullet, Dennis Burkamp, exactly. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, and you just thought, you know, Teddy Sheringham was out playing them, and you just, you know, these these are people that, you know, he's ex Millwall, so we didn't have a lot of fondness for. You <laughs> just forgot that, you know, and you know, you, you sort of properly loved those players, but I think you know that was the last time that I can remember. I think because obviously it was it ninety eight we was France 98's David Beckham Simeone red card see that that's it that's where it broke my heart and I'd had you know I was 16 uh, for for Euro 96 Um, and I'd obviously had the glory of Italia 90 was my first World Cup that I properly remember yeah Um, obviously missed out in 94 so it didn't really hurt at the time Mm. so I kind of felt you know I felt a real affinity with England but it started to break started to break with that Beckham challenge I think yeah I, I'm with you Euro 96 is actually the first tournament I remember and then 98 I was, I was heartbroken 2004 I remember being hopeful that was that was a young Rooney I remember him making this run against France where he knocked the ball over Lillian Taram's head and I was at a very impressionable age in football then playing a lot of football manager and I knew Lillian Taram was excellent because you couldn't buy him or football manager he's simply too expensive <laughs> um Hambo, you're you're a young um, not Hambo, sorry, <laughs> PR, um, you're you're a you're a young man. Okay, yeah. what's have you have you ever seen a good England team? Um, to be fair, I don't really watch England because I'm I, I watch my um, Turkey uh, often. Okay. But yeah, but when I when I do watch England, it's there's always this negative atmosphere, and I do understand where fans are coming from because um, the creativity in the side is is quite it's, it's lacking creativity and. Talking about Ruben Loftus Cheek getting mm-hmm. called up, he can add that creativity there because he picks up the ball and he can, he will run at the defenders, which 
before in the past in England, um, we didn't really see much of. See, that's something that I am interested about in Ruben Loftus-Cheek because you look at him, and as I say, the, the formation that I've been playing, sort of doodling on the bits of scraps of paper and whatever, I've clearly got too much time on my hands, <laughs> but it's got Eric Dyer, Jordan Henderson, and Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Now, Eric Dyer can pick a pass from time to time, often to the centre forward of the opposing team as he tries to play it back to his goalkeeper. <laughs> um, Jordan Henderson is strictly sideways. And Ruben Loftus-Cheek, actually, I mean, Nick, he's got a bit more going forward, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, he's almost like a Johnny Williams going in the right direction, isn't he? Because Johnny Williams used to drive like that, but across the pitch. And, and he, always, he does always have intent when he's going forward. Um, we were talking about, you know, about us missing him. It would be nice if we could secure him before a World Cup, because if he does have a good World Cup, it's going to inflate his price ridiculously. Yeah, yeah abs- absolutely no mm. chance, in my view. I mean, if, 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 you're, if you're in Chelsea's position, obviously Chelsea are, are in danger of going on a proper rant, so I'll try and rein it in mm-hmm. time-wise. Please but. do. Chelsea rants, <laughs> welcome. Yeah, <laughs> But because, look, it's... There's a system at Chelsea, right, with loan players. And obviously they, they stockpile players, they develop them, they loan them out, they make a lot of money out of it. Uh, and they're not interested in the national team. Mm. You know, wh- why would they care if England benefits or not? It's, not? it's not in their interest. Their interest is developing players, making money out of it, and when they reach a certain point, either they're going to play for them or they're not, and they sell them on, right? majority of players that they stick out on loan will never play for Chelsea. Now, Loftus-Cheek's 22. If you look at him and you look at Deli Alley, mm. you know, Loftus Cheek should have been playing regularly at Alley's age. He was with Chelsea, he'd been in the first team. You know, I, I read even today that he was he was put he, he asked to go out on loan last season, was refused by Conte in January, and then Conte played him in six games after that. So you you know, that is really damaging to a talent. Look how mm. much he's emerged at Palace, even with an injury hit part of the season. He's played 20 odd games maybe even got up to I think 28 something like that Mm. and he has gone from a player that most people hadn't really heard that much about to almost a starter in the England squad yeah and in months Gareth Southgate's done something interesting actually isn't he because he's he's forced players hands a little bit because he said I want to pick people who are playing so these England players, and, and you're right, and there's young talents actually, so you think of someone like Adam Ola-Luckman and Jaden Sancho who've gone out to Germany. Yeah. People are now thinking, do you know what, forget how big the club I'm at is, I want game time. Yeah. Um, there is, I mean, I think about it from a purely cynical point of view, no chance, as, as you say, Nick, before a World Cup, right, Ruben Loftus-Cheek's agent, if he knows what he's doing, he's never going to let him sign a deal before a World Cup when his value could be inflated. Um, there is a scenario next year where potentially, I know the Johan Kabai thing, we are going to come onto it, where no Kabai, no Loftus-Cheek. Um, Hambo, how, how troubling would that be for Palace? Hugely, hugely, because there's not going to be vast sums of money to go out and get these types of players. Mm-hmm. You know, Proven players cost uh, an absolute fortune. Um, so you're really looking at taking a punt on someone, you know, and that that relies on a, a decent scouting network that's got proven track record in being successful. And what we're putting together at Palace at the moment doesn't really have that, if I'm being completely honest. It's hit and miss. You know, and a lot of teams are hit and miss, but it's very, very hit and miss. Mm. You know, a team that went out, we went out and spent five million quid on Jordan much that you know that let's go down as the worst bit of business ever done at Palace <laughs> it Truly is, he's not even starting at Vancouver is he he's, he's injured there but oh, right, he'll okay. be very very happy about that <laughs> so. Are you put, you're putting that down as your worst bit of business oh absolutely yeah not mm. a not certain a certain 
oversized Belgian centre forward. Oh, I knew he was going to mention him. <laughs> knew it. Knew it. I was hey. surprised by the amount of love he got last week. Well, I, I wasn't surprised actually because you, you're reading the press. I think you've mentioned it before. It's in the ground. You don't get that. No, but everywhere else, <laughs> no, it, people wait till they get home and get on Twitter to 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 let the fury come and the you know the unreasonable stuff. Look, you know, Ben Seke scored seventeen goals in his first season for us. Mm. That's a great return. That is a good return. One of the best returns we've ever had in the Premier League from a player. Absolutely diabolical this season, <laughs> you know, and it's and it is it's psychological. You can see that it's psychological. Mm. You know, latter half of the season he did come alive a little bit and started started playing some proper football, but. We've, we've debated. I can't make my mind up between. He's just not the quite right, the right fit for for Roy Hodgson. He's not going to be getting th- those types of chances because, as we've been sort of joking about, Roy's got us playing the type of football that Frank De Boer wanted to play somehow. Yeah, you know, and that's and and Christian Benteke is not a one touch sort of dart in and out that kind of striker. He's a battering ram and. Yeah, he's not your man who's going to drop deep, lay the ball off, look for the one-two. Is he? He's not that sort of player. And sometimes it just doesn't. It doesn't work, for players, does it? Yeah, it doesn't. And as Chris said, the way Roy changed the style of play, on account of Christian Benteke is not as effective. But he can be a good second option. However, how much do we pay him? Around 120k a week, and that's a problem. So, do we keep him on on a bench for 120? Or do we need a player that's 120k a week on a bench? No, I don't think we do. I think we should get rid of him and get another player in, which can do a job as good as him, but won't cost us much. I dis- now this I disagree. Blue- sorry. Yeah, sorry, I Nick. Really no, no, disagree with that because if you're going to lose, goodbye. I don't think we will, but we'll come on to that. If we're going to lose Loftus Cheek, we don't want too many new faces in there to upset what we're getting at the moment. But what's been taken off in this season? But to get somebody who can bag those goals, 17 goals a season, do we, do we take a punt for another season on somebody we know is capable of scoring? Or do we go for somebody who might be just as bad? I think the ultimate answer to that question comes when you start to look at what your options are. Can you think of any? I think Serloff. You know, we've got him. and He's, he's not exactly Ben Taker type of player, but he's still quite big. And I think under Roy, he could develop... And be very well, and we don't pay him 120k a week. So no, look, it's a possibility, but you're you're talking about one player. And you can't do what we did again, which is go all, all season with one striker, can you? You know, it's, we've we've got a lot of work to do. Do you know what? It's definitely a very interesting debate. Crystal Palace fans do jump in at Love Sport Radio, and of course you can give us a bell 0208 70 20 558. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show on Love Sport. I'm so glad Harry and Meghan have hired an American to make their wedding cakes. No one makes cakes like the United States. I ate over 8 million cakes over the last 30 years. The Odds with 7 Best Bets. Please gamble responsibly. Hi guys, it's Liam from 7bestbets.com. It's FA Cup weekend. United have the chance to equal Arsenal's record of 13 FA Cup wins. The game kicks off at 5.15 on Saturday. Man United previously beat Chelsea in 94. They won 4-0 that day. Fancy it again, it's 80-1. to Or Pogba to score a hat-trick is 200-1. to Smalling to get the first goal is in at 20s. Chelsea minus one, you can get 5-1 to on that. To lift the trophy, Chelsea are even while menu are four to five. Enjoy the game. That's the odds from 7bestbets.com. The odds with seven best bets. Please gamble responsibly. Visit GambleAware for more information. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. The clash of those two and how awesome that was. Yeah. That competitiveness, there's nothing been like it. It'll be interesting to see because since Ferguson's retired, him and Wenger's relationship has blossomed. They sit on the sofa watching yeah, films exactly. now. Uh-huh. They'll be on Gogglebox next. <laughs> but, um, celebrity Gogglebox. <laughs> <laughs> awesome banger and <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> awesome. What do you think of that bit? I didn't see it. I didn't see it, Alex. Weekdays from 6am. Good evening. The time is 7.34. You're listening to the Crystal Palace Fan Show on Love Sport. Palace fans, you can, of course, get in touch at Love Sport Radio across all social media. I'm also keen to hear about the first time you had your heart broken by England or just had your heart broken in general. <laughs> we, we, we could just make it just a deeply emotional, depressing show. Just people ringing up, talking about how they miss their ex-girlfriend and still stand outside the KFC where she works at night banging on the door. Um, is that Hold just, on. Is that just me? Is that just me? <laughs> I think, Sorry, I think we've known the same girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know Stacey who works on the buckets. Okay, okay yeah. Um, right, anyway, we're straying into dangerous territory. <laughs> um, we're talking a few moments ago about Christian Benteke um, and about the wages at Palace as well. Now, uh, DR, we were talking before the show about wages and stuff and i said oh yeah and goodbye and goodbye i found out today he's on 100 grand a week and you were like yeah yeah that's that's not even the most explain to us a little bit about this palace wage structure yeah it is a weird one isn't it because you think a club like palace won't be a fo- won't be able to afford uh, giving 100k a week to you and goodbye but it's the premier league it's the tv money that comes in this year i think we got around 114 million in total mm-hmm. and our wage structure i think we pay around 80 million to players so you know we can afford it and yeah, that's why we do it. But then again, if you ask a question, is Johan Kabai in so because he's only going to be able to play for maximum two, three seasons. So yeah. It shows you, doesn't it? Sorry, Nicky. I mean, it shows you what a disaster, even more so, it would have been had Palace gone down. And the example I can think of is Sunderland. So Jack Rodwell now earning best part of forty grand in League One, <laughs> um, which is also what happened to Sunderland. I'm sorry, Nick. You're you going to say I've just got a list of what Palace players are paid. Yes, uh, I, I love things like this. Johan buy actually eighty six thousand, according to this. Oh, the poultry eighty six thousand. What's your source? Just yeah. before, I, before we it get us go too far. Uh, Spotrack.com. <laughs> Sounds legit. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh yeah, oh, Rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah, no, they've, they've got um, yeah, uh, all the way down to Fossey Mensa, who is uh, apparently on fifteen thousand a week. Imagine if he's listening to this now, and that's how he finds <laughs> out. He comes, he comes his train. He's like, "What's going on, lads?" <laughs> yeah, he's picking up the tab at Nando's and doesn't understand. Right? <laughs> um, you mentioned Yohan Kabai, of course. So he was um, spotted, spotted in Marseille. Yohan Kabai. Um, Obviously, Sensible Money says the reason he spotted in Marseille was because Marseille had a Europa League final, which was being played in Lyon, yeah. um, which is about an hour or so's drive away. Um, but his deal comes to an end this summer, and as you said, he's likely to take a pay cut. Do you think he's going to do that, or he might go back to France and look for more money? What's your instinct say? Um, he seems to he seems to like our palace, so it is a weird one. I think his family is back up front, so it's going to be a odd. It's going to be a odd. Deci- uh, it's going to have a hard uh, decision to make. But um, if you're looking at it, I don't think you'll take a massive pay cut. But then again, if it depends on how much really the club really offer him, I think if it's if they offer him around seventy to eighty k, he will. But if if they offer him around fifty k, I don't think he will take a massive pay card like that but it's incredibly important to keep him isn't it especially in this context of loftus cheek perhaps going yeah i I always find it really weird when we start talking about values of which to to pay a player i think you know you know dr saying oh you know 70 or 80k a week it's just you start thinking about what that is (laughs) yeah you you have to kind of just you know the money i honestly think at this stage with kabai it's not going to be about the money it's going to be about what can he achieve and what's his role and, and how settled he is and you know Diaz talked about the fact there's been rumours for ages he wants to go back to France he had some issues with his family and all this kind of stuff but 
I think under Hodgson, he's played his best football for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I actually think that's probably going to be the biggest factor when it comes down to it. You know, he will have other options, but he knows probably for the next couple of years, he's still going to be the sort of main man in that midfield in terms of how Palace tick. And he is so important. You're absolutely right. You know, in terms of the, the tempo and the passing that we've got going in the last sort of few months, certainly as the way we ended the season, we Playing some breathtaking football. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know what I was watching. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep, checking, keep checking in the corner. Is that Palace? Yeah, <laughs> they're wearing but, the right kit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you know, keeping Johan is, is huge. But again, we go back to the sort of Benteke conversation, which is even if he goes, how do you replace him? How much does it cost? Who do you select? Are they available? You know, you kind of don't want that headache as much as Kabai's thirty-two, and you, you've got to be thinking that way you mm. know, for the next couple of years. Does it um, worry you that the transfer? Win- windows shutting before the season starts no do you think it'll be better yeah don't say better Better. (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i think as chris said um roy under roy hodgson kabai has been playing one of like he's he's um, he's been on top form um Mm. and yeah it'll be it'll be an interesting one i would keep him for a year or two but it really does depend on how what's the plan of the club um going forward because um, as I said, I still, even though Chris said uh, Roy Hodgson's a massive factor, I still think pay at the end of the day will um, be a massive factor as well. Cynic. Yeah, I think, no, honestly, if if you get offered him 50k, would Kabai actually take a 50 Like, he wouldn't take that pay cut. Depends what his bonus is. <laughs> yeah, but then again, it's all part of the finances, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it, 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 you would. it's got to be how much you enjoy your job, though, because if you love going to work and like being part of that group of players, you're not going to recreate that anywhere else. I know different teams are different, but, but if it's good, why leave it? They don't realise that, though, do they, these <laughs> players? I think, that, I think you can't underestimate how much their agent is in their ear wanting his 10, 15, whatever percentage it might be. And DR, I've got to say, cynical as it is, I think I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, look, there's a, there's a very, very strong argument. And again, it depends on the player. I mean, I I know certain players at Palace who, um, you know, may have moved to Everton for £30 million, pounds, who, <laughs> who changed their agent six or seven times just to force that move through and were, were very odd in the last sort of few games they played for Palace, were quite clearly had checked out, you know. Mm. But similarly, there's been players who have represented themselves and have you know like go back to Neil Shipley who was his own agent effectively and Dougie I think did the same as well and you know they were I suppose when they were younger you you kind of see players who move for the money and it's a little bit like Wilf you know Mm. he moved for the reputation the money very very early on now he's matured and he's kind of recognized that he had to come back to to his home where he's comfortable to get to his best and it's a lot of players do understand that as well now let's let's get this Wilfred Zaha thing straight because I'm going to say some things now, which I'm sure you guys are going to correct me on. Okay, because right. everybody, everybody looks at Zaha and thinks, "God, what a, what a brilliant player he is!" And rumours about Manchester City wanting him, and the fact that he could replace Sterling in that lineup, even though Raheem Sterling scored 20 odd goals or whatever it is this season. And look at him and think, "God, what a brilliant player!" And he went to Manchester United, and it didn't work out. Now the rumours are that he's a he keeps himself to himself. And he's quite a um, unusual for a footballer in his personality. He's quite introverted, and maybe that's why it didn't work out for him at United. And he went up there, and he expected to join in the dressing room, and he'd left home. And and it, I don't know what 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 is it personality wise that stops him going to one of Europe's biggest clubs? Because I think we can agree he's got the talent to play pretty much anywhere. Yeah, it's um, 
It's a lot of things. I mean, I think he matured as a footballer and as a person quite late, mm. um, by all accounts, at the academy. I think up until the age of about 14 or 15, he was being kept out of the team by a, a striker that's only gone on to play non-league, you know. Um, I think when he left... He's got a very big family, and the, you know, for example, he donates like ten percent of his paycheck to charity, all this kind of stuff. So he's got a very good family unit, and he went up to Manchester, and and basically, yeah, he didn't connect to anyone. It, you know, he just carried on trying to behave the same way he did. And mm-hmm. at Palace, to be fair, I mean, these guys will remember what he was like as a as a teenager at Palace. He was unbelievable to watch in the Championship. He was tearing people apart. He'd be past four players in a blink of an eye. And we'd be thinking, what on earth have we got here? We, you know, <laughs> and um, and but because of that, he was afforded certain, you know, things that that other players might not get. I.e., if he turned up late for training, maybe someone would turn a blind eye. Right. You know, he, and you know, he was he was treated like the big fish in a small pond, even at a young age. Now, you turn up at Man United with that attitude, you know, you don't last long. And by all accounts, he wasn't he wasn't malicious. He wasn't a, a, a bad person. But he didn't actually understand that there was going to be that level of behaviour expected from him. That's yeah. you, you do wonder though if if Ferguson had stayed at Man United, whether he he still would have been there because Ferguson was good at man management. I think because all sorts of different characters there, and he he got the best out of them, didn't he? Very yeah, good true. with young players as well. Very true, and yeah. you know, and I think a lot of the comments since that have come out of Man United about it. I mean, Rio Ferdinand was one who spoke about him and just said that he just wasn't he wasn't a Man United player. He didn't have any of that about him. I'm sure he could do it now, and I'm sure they have a look and they, a little bit like England have a look and regret not not you know give him a bit more of a chance. Mm. But I don't think he ever would have reached the heights he's got to now unless he unless he came back to Palace and did what he did. Okay, we're going to pick this up in a few moments' time, and I've got a Zaha-related myth that I want the boys from Hamsdale Radio to bust for me. The time is seven forty-four. You're listening to Love Sport. Many people are saying listen to Five Live and they don't know what they're talking about. Stupid, stupid people. Very, very stupid people. Unlike me, I listen to Love Sport. Love Sport, 558 AM. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. This is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesmansaid.com. I'm Lionel from Peacehaven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend everybody does the same. A spokesmansaid.com. Getting Real people, real savings. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. Who's going to win the World Cup? Not Italy, that's for sure. Who do you fancy? England? The Germans? Seven best bets offer great welcome deals for new customers. Whether you think you know this summer's big winners, or you want to spin at the roulette table, or you fancy a flutter on the GGs, Seven Best Bets have got you covered. Enjoy your World Cup with us. SevenBestBets.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for details. You could visit 10, 20, 100 dealers and still not see as many cards as you would in just one visit to Car Giant. 
because at Car Giant we've up to 8,000 quality used cars in stock, all at unbelievably low prices. So don't go round the houses for your neck, go to Car Giant, the only place for giant choice and giant savings. It's how Imagine what it's like to be a road worker on a motorway. Please drive carefully through Roadworks. Love Sport. Available on Radio Player and TuneIn Radio for your smartphone. Download now from the App Store and Google Play. I have to tell you, you have lots of bums on seats in London. And by bums, I don't mean butts. You have a lot of ifs and buts, but the bums are mainly out on the street, believe me. Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Good evening. You are listening to Love Sport. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show. Palace fans get in touch at Love Sport Radio or fans of any London club. In fact, or any club. Any club. Do you know what? We're an inclusive <laughs> family here. It's been a good season for Palace. Everybody's feeling nice and cheerful. Get in touch at Love Sport Radio across all social media. We talked about Wilfred Zaha a few moments ago and um, perhaps why he didn't fit in at Manchester United, whether he's ready for that now. What I want to know, though, so this is a rumour that I can't, uh, confidently tell people when they go, oh, Zaha, Zaha's English, isn't he? Why isn't he in the English, England team? <laughs> I picked up a rumour years ago that did he Drogba rang him and made him, not made him because that sounds aggressive, <laughs> encouraged him to declare for the Ivory Coast. Is this true? Um, I believe I believe it is. Oh, Drogba, but, Drogba still ruining people's lives even after he's retired. But having said that, I believe it was actually before England selected Zaha okay. for playing a couple of those couple of friendlies when Hodgson did select him. So I think he was actually, Drogba spoke to him, but he turned he turned Ivory Coast down and played for England for those two friendlies. Really? The problem was that England ignored him for the next four years. Okay, so it's not, I can't pin it exclusively on Didier Drogba. No. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But, no. But, you know, Wilf's gone on record as saying, you know, they pursued him continuously throughout that period and it just got to a point where, you know, when you've been ignored for four years and, and you've got a country just saying, you know, we will, we, you know, we, we want you, we'll play, we'll design the team around you, you'll, you'll be our, our superstar. Mm. You know, and people with, you know, the, the prestige of drug bar saying it, it was, you know, it's... it's he still wasn't getting selected and you look at players like Jesse Lingard and when he did come out at Man United he only played around 120 minutes and he got selected straight away so it's just one of them things where probably Wilf looked down and said I probably don't have a future here because I'm playing the best I can and still they're not selecting me so yeah it's a factor because he could in England's guy right now he could add a lot of creativity just like Ruben Loftus-Cheek and England lost a great player I think he would walk into that England team now, um, playing anywhere he wants across the front three or four. Um, Speaking of looking after young players, though, let's talk the academy. So Crystal Palace, uh, there's an academy upgrade in the offing, is that right? Yeah, those those are the very strong rumours from a, from a few people who've been talking on social media, um, saying that an announcement over the summer will happen. It's something that the club have been pursuing for years. Um, we've talked to Steve Parrish, the chairman, on a number of occasions. Um, and he's all, the whole time he's been there, so since 2010, so we're now, well, we're over eight years now, um, he's been trying to find a site to, to build a new a new academy facility mm. and obviously during that period of time uh eppp came in yeah um which you know started to categorize academies in a certain way and obviously if, if you're category one you can take the best talent and you know obviously that was supported by the premier league and then you get into my rant earlier about chelsea stockpiling players and all that kind of stuff but anyway we're only category two and the reason for that is our facility is too small to accommodate all the facilities that we need to accommodate 
Um, for, a, for a long, long time, we've been looking for a site. It sounds like in the rumours we've now finally found a site. So hopefully, no more than you know, a year or two away from building a proper facility. Because what what is this about? Some of the youth team players playing down the local goals. Other other five aside facilities are available. I should point out. <laughs> yeah, I can't I mean, name any though. <laughs> no, not top of my head. The, uh, the chairman gets quite upset about that because he <laughs> makes the point it's a group of pitches that are at a goal soccer centre, okay. but they are they are leased to Palace and are of a of a higher standard than you'd expect at a goals. But bottom line is that's what people see it as. And um, again, that came about because again you have to have separation from the first team and the youth team and all this kind of stuff. Uh, it got us a sort of a cat too. Imagine that though, if you walked into uh, you walked into goals and suddenly you think, God, this lot are a bit good, aren't they? We're not playing them tonight. <laughs> um, we're going to be chatting more about this in a few moments' time. It's Crystal Palace fan show on Love Sport. I'm sure the World Cup in Russia will be spectacular. They paid good money for it. Love Sport. I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. A pet snake has turned up outside its home seven months after escaping. The sun's headline is Been on the Hiss? Question mark. This snake's been out on the, on the yeah, Hiss. No, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like the way. That was <laughs> so brilliant. They went, look, it's like on the. Do you understand? It's like that, only it's on the Hiss. Well, there was silence. It's a snake and they hissed, didn't they? Yeah, the silence is what that deserved. The snake's home. I was trying to think of a name for a snake. Said Dave. Dave the snake. It would be weird. Dave's back. <laughs> hey, come and give us a hug. Who keeps snakes? It's odd, isn't it? Yeah. I think. It is a bit. Yeah. You've had a snake around your neck, I imagine. No. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> you look like the sort of bloke who's had a snake round your neck. What do you mean? Why would you say that? Weekdays from 6am. Oh, sh- Kim Jong-un is turning heel and becoming a madman again. This is Love Sport. The time is 7.52. You are listening to Love Sport. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show. I'm Joe Forrester in for Aaron Paul and we're here with Homestyle Radio. We are talking about the uh, redevelopment of, of Palace's uh, training facilities into a Category 1 training ground. We're talking about how some of the uh, youth team players play, uh, slightly unfairly we were saying, play, play at a local goals. And we have what we should say is a rumour that apparently yeah. Wil- Wilf Zaha is sometimes seen down there playing. Yeah, no, not, not at goals <laughs> where they train, but Wilf Zaha, he does play like five-sided pitches. Um, my friend uh, my friend has caught him a couple of times going to like Elmerson and playing like, <laughs> Could you golden. imagine injuring him in a friendly? <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think you'd get near him. But <laughs> <laughs> it does happen. But going back to the point uh, with academy players, um, I think the main problems uh, with them playing at goals is not the fact that it's goals but it's the fact that they're away from the club and it's that unity like uh, if academy players are too far away from the club then they can feel kind of separated and I think that's a massive issue if all academy players are together and I, I think that will give a massive morale boost as the um, chemistry between them will improve mm-hmm. and that, that's why it's important to have these new facilities and, and, and that's what the category one it has to all be on the same site not necessarily the first team because other clubs like Villa and Chelsea they've got two or three sites that the first team will play at, but the academy has all got to be together and you've got to have education officers teachers welfare officers uh, I was going to say it's, teachers the, it's, the it's, whole it's, list is really really impressive but there's you've got to have a, a, an indoor dome haven't you yeah yeah 
and um, outdoor pitches and different size pitches for different age groups. I think um, also you've got to have girls' teams now, perhaps. I think. I, I don't know. I, but all I know is that, you know, the, the whole point there, like one of the things we really couldn't accommodate at our current facility, it's really, really simple, but it was separate adult and player changing rooms. Okay. So it's like they, what, they won't permit you to be in a Cat 1 Academy if you don't have that. So it seems seems mad, really. It's but child protection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but the you know bottom line is, um, you know, we're talking about this, but you know, the, the flip side of it is, with the facilities we've got, our under fifteens, under eighteens, and under twenty threes won their leagues this year. Okay, we've got a huge, huge talent, and, and I hear that the under fifteen group in particular is extremely good. Uh, have lost a couple of players to Chelsea, but <laughs> oh, well, don't worry, they'll be back in on yeah, loan. Exactly. Not on loan. <laughs> but um, no, it's, it's really it's really good news if if that goes ahead for for us because you know Palace have got this great catchment area in the in, in South London. It's an incredibly densely populated area, and you've got such a, an amount of talent in there. You know, even players as good as Dr. slip through the net. You know, he hasn't, he hasn't, <laughs> he hasn't got a club anymore. Thank I mean, I've seen him play forty-five minutes at Sellers Park and nearly fall asleep at the end of it. But. He's still he's still trying to get games at Chelsea. He's hoping he can come back on loan. <laughs> but I mean, there's a lot to be said, isn't there? I remember I, I remember um, uh, reading an interview of Andres Iniesta, and he was talking about the Barcelona youth system and he said even I mean obviously it's Barcelona but he's talking about being able to watch the first team players and being in that same facility and being around them for a young player it kind of tells you what you what the whole point of what you're doing is yeah mm. that's, that's a really good point and, and you can look at this season what um what Roy Hodgson's done with some of the younger players and again the, the success story that's Aaron Wambasaka who's come out of nowhere to, to look like our best right back in years um, just an incredible prospect you know if, if he carries on the way he is we won't have him for more than a season it's just ridiculous but um, those players have been in and around the squad for you know the best part of a year to 18 months experiencing what it's like going out and travelling on match days being on the bench not necessarily being used but just finding out how you know how different it is being a first team player having the expectations of a crowd on you to to just that under 23 league that doesn't you know even though we won it it really doesn't mean anything and I, I don't I don't think we can underestimate how, how valuable it is for a football club as well. Everybody always thinks, and it's the very nature, we live in a world of rolling sports news. So we look, we think, who are we signing? Who are we signing? Who are we signing? In the young players that you've got, then that sets your club up uh, for the future. And we've got some very exciting transfer rumours that we're going to be, or a very exciting transfer rumour, I should say. <laughs> I, went, I went plural, I got carried away there, um, that we're going to be talking about in a few moments' time. You are listening to the Crystal Palace Fan Show right here on Love Sport. It's nearly time for some real news, people. Real news, not fake news. Red people, just like me. That I can tell you. Love sport. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman said, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at aspokesmansaid.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with aspokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you. 
saving you money. Digital radio offers great sound quality and more stations than ever before. And we want to make sure that you get Love Sport on your digital radio. Just press the auto tune or auto scan button and Love Sport will appear on your menu. Love Sport on digital radio. A great station for a great city. Who's going to win the World Cup? Not Italy, that's for sure. Who do you fancy? England? The Germans? Seven Best Bets offer great welcome deals for new customers. Whether you think you know this summer's big winners, or you want a spin at the roulette table, or you fancy a flutter on the GGs, Seven Best Bets have got you covered. Enjoy your World Cup with us. SevenBestBets.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for details. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit wedoh.com. We Do. The smarter, quicker way of advertising in London. Supporting London businesses of all sizes. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science. With beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You are listening to Love Sport Radio. It's the Crystal Palace fan show. Seamless from us there. Absolutely seamless. You had a peek behind the curtain. It was like the Wizard of Oz then. But shh, the illusion is real. Um, It is coming up to eight o'clock. You are listening to the Crystal Palace fan show with me, Joe Forrester, in for Aaron Paul. And I'm here with Homesdale Radio. If anybody wants to get in touch, any Palace fans especially, then do so at Love Sport Radio across all of our social media channels. Loads and loads to talk about. We are going to be talking about a very exciting transfer rumour coming up in a few moments' time. And also, we found a few more that we're not sure how true they are, but it is getting to that time of year, isn't it? Where we where we start to have a look at transfer rumours and do uh, and do wonder if they're going to come true. Also, an alternative Premier League team of the year, which is going to keep Palace fans happy. And more importantly than anything, Crystal Palace are hosting a beer festival. If you wondered who the most fun football club in London was, then it has been answered. Loads coming up, as I said. You can get in touch at Love Sport Radio on social media. The Crystal Palace Fan Show, right here on Love Sport. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker, and on digital radio. This is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at 8, Prince Harry now won't see Meghan Markle until his dad, Prince Charles, walks her down the aisle for their wedding tomorrow. The former American actress is spending the night at the luxury Clifton House Hotel, about 10 miles away from Windsor Castle. Reporters had one question as she arrived. How are you feeling, Miss Markle? Wonderful. 
Meanwhile, Prince Harry and his brother chatted to royal fans gathered in the market town during a walkabout earlier. Louise O'Shea's seven-year-old daughter, Meghan, got to speak to the groom-to-be. Oh my gosh, that was amazing! Very exciting, wasn't it? Yeah. Security has been ramped up in Windsor as final preparations are made ahead of the couple's big day. Also this evening, reports claim so far just three survivors from a plane crash in Cuba have been found in a critical condition. A Boeing 737 came down shortly after takeoff from Havana's International Airport. Explosives have been found at a high school in Texas where up to 10 people have been shot dead. There's multiple fatalities. Uh, it could be anywhere between 8 to 10. The majority of students, one uh, male is in custody. And then a second one, again, was a person of interest. Both are believed to be students here at the school. Harris County Sheriff Ed Gonzalez has updated reporters following the attack in Santa Fe. One man's in a critical condition. Donald Trump says he's sending his support and love to everyone affected. And even in Somerset, police officers have been cleared of unlawfully tasering the force's race relations adviser. Acting Sergeant Claire Bodie mistook him for a suspect in January last year. Uber's appealing against the decision by Brighton to strip the taxi app of its licence to operate in the city. And in sport, West Brom have appointed Darren Moore as their head coach following the side's relegation from the Premier League. Swansea and Stoke are both looking for new bosses as they also head into the championship next season. That's the latest from the Sky News Centre. I'm Annie Joyce. The Crystal Palace Fan Show, the latest of the Eagles and all the gossip from Selhurst Park. Plus, you Glazers fans getting vocal on the socials. The Crystal Palace Fan Show with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Love Sport London, a great station for a great city. City, 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 city. Good evening, the time is three minutes past eight. I'm Joe Forrester, you're listening to Love Sport Radio. It is, of course, the Crystal Palace Fan Show. We have been talking Royden, Roy Hodgson, getting the freedom of the London Borough of Croydon. Crystal Palace redeveloping their training academy into a in scuppering England's World Cup chances in a roundabout way. Um, Palace transfer rumour that I'm particularly interested in um, that you mentioned to me earlier, Hambo. Mikel Antonio. Yeah. How yeah. real is this? Well, it's... It, it was rumoured a while ago, I think, d- during the last transfer window, there was sort of a, a potential of it. But it's, it's come back with a vengeance this summer uh, as, as our earliest sort of credible rumour. Um, I think if you look at Antonio as, as a player, he no, he, he just sort of exploded onto the scene a little bit, didn't mm-hmm. he? He was doing... I mean, I can remember him at Sheffield Wednesday. And he always used to get a goal against us, or, or at least put a decent performance. But I didn't really know much about him until uh, he went to West Ham and started, you know, impressing... Um, and then it's only then that I looked that he was one of those players plucked from non-league, a little bit sort of Vardy-esque, mm. you know. And um, 
I think what what I would say about him is I don't understand personally because I'm I'm not watching him every week why he's just dropped out of the reckoning at West Ham because if you're talking about the player that got in got into the England squad that was scoring regularly I think he went like scored like seven goals with headers in about ten games at one stage for West Ham he was just absolutely full of energy bombing up and down that wing played a variety of positions you know I don't, I don't know what happened there I think one of the main problems with Antonio is injuries um, it seems like he's picked up a few lately and he has been ongoing so it's an interesting one because if we do get him then we're going to possibly get an injury prone player and do we uh, we saw what happened this season we had like 11 players injured at one point and mm-hmm. do we risk that I don't know but he's a good footballer on his day he's a good footballer and he showed that at when he joined West Ham he can play he can play striker right back right wing so yeah he can play everywhere but it's the injuries it's something that Roy Hodgson likes a West Brom fan of mine a fan I know said that Roy likes utility players so he can play them in different places on the pitch whether that means you're not getting an expert in one position I don't know but yeah I mean I mean where would we play him if you know if he was in our squad now what where would where would you put him I think out wide, we've been lacking numbers out wide. Um, so Saka's been injured. So if Andros Townsend or um, if he played out wide and he had a poor game, so bench is what you're saying. Yeah, it yeah. Starts on the bench. <laughs> uh, well, is it, well, we, it depends. He can play out front as well, um, and he's one of the he's a different type of player to Benteke if we do keep him. Mm-hmm. and it means that Wilf and Andros can play up um, wide as well. So he can play. Anyway, and yeah, you, you got me there. You got me there. So, not in your first eleven. How about you, Nick? <laughs> well, it depends who would go to make way, or you know. But would he want to come if he was benched? But I'm, I'm sure. I don't know whether James Tompkins would have known him at all, or whether they they, they missed each other at West Ham. You were worried about. We were worried about James Tompkins' injuries. He seems to have come over them. Yeah, yeah, he's done. He's done better. But you know, me, I'm surprised neither of you said. Look, Antonio could be the Loftus Cheek replacement. No, uh, you can't. He's two different type. Player. I'm sorry, though. he's two different type. Would you say you would be unhappy with that? Yeah, you can't replace Ruben Loftus Cheek with Antonio. Antonio hasn't got the technical abilities of Loftus Cheek of picking up the ball and running. I, 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 he hasn't. That's what he does. Out wide, though. <laughs> Not centrally. I don't think he's got the abilities. I, I like the idea of him in a more advanced role. And I mean, potentially, you mentioned you said he exploded onto the scene, and I think explosive. Is quite a good adjective for him, and there's there's a scenario where you've got Zaha and Townsend and um, then Mikel Antonio and who knows Ruben Loftus Cheek, and you're thinking that's a big, strong, powerful, quick. That's the sort of team you don't really fancy playing. Yes, yeah, uh, they'd be a very Palace team as well. Those, you're, yeah. you're absolutely right. How that would fit in, I just again. I don't know. I, I just have a little bit of uncertainty about it. I'm sort of, it's one of those transfers where you, you you hear it and you're excited about it, and then you start thinking, but you know, we finished above West Ham. He didn't play for them at all. You know, towards the end of the season, even when they were struggling, he was in and out of the team. So, what? Why would he be better with us? But then you remember we've got Roy, and he makes superheroes out of everyone. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. And, and let's face it. I mean, West Ham now managerless um, I actually think David Moyes was a little <laughs> bit hard done by because I think he inherited a bit of a poison chalice there yeah. um, but it, I mean they, they they had their problems this year and there's there's nothing to say that he was being used correctly uh, at the London Stadium that's fair, that's fair. Um, but um, the, the, the issue appears to be Palace and I think this echoes what you guys think Palace uh, concerned this is according to Sky Sports I should say that West Ham are going to place too high a valuation 
on him because you don't and he's english you don't want to be paying a huge premium for somebody who's maybe could get foreign talent in for less that's that's the issue um it depends how much we're going to pay him because if we're going to pay him around 20 to like 25 if west ham are asking for that then why not go for ruben off the cheek which he has at palace um showing that he has got the abilities and can play for this palace side so yeah it's it's another one if west ham value him too high then just let go i wouldn't chase him so i thought you're gonna start going on about wages again about how oh. <laughs> um, well according to the palace wage stretch yeah, you'd be on 150 grand <laughs> yeah um also palace are uh, interested apparently um right backs um almami torre um from Monaco and Ryan Fredericks who we've all seen playing at Fulham yeah. um, chances are we'll, we'll find out uh, next Saturday chances are Fulham are probably going to be playing in the Premier League next year so if that transfer is going to happen that would take a big old wad of cash wouldn't it yeah I mean our, our director of football Dougie Freeman was with, with, with Hodgson in the crowd watching Fredericks um, he's definitely a player we're looking at and obviously that goes a lot lot easier if uh, if Fulham stay where they are where they mm. are but um you know they're a very good football inside, and you would expect them to to win that playoff final. But then uh, West Ham thought win against us. Hey, couldn't help it. You're forgetting about the melee in the uh, opposing team as well. Yeah, He'll exactly. Do all yeah, he Villa, can, Villa so. have got Jedinak, who's a, an incredible leader, and um, mm. yeah. But I mean that aside, I, I'm, I'm a little. I think we're expecting to lose Joel Ward. I think that's what it's about. But you know, you can't help but feel. I don't want Palace targeting too many right backs because I want Bissaka to come through and make that spot his own. But then having said that, there's nothing better than having quality competition to actually make you up your game. So, yeah. I, I think Bissaka could play further up the pitch and do just as good, if not a better job. Uh, I disagree with that. On the wing? I, I mean. think I think going forward, he, he has got the dribbling, but it's just a crossing and um, he's just not strong enough. I think at right back, he, it suits him perfectly because he can tackle. He's an outstanding defender. So staying at right back, it will be perfect for him because whenever he has played, he has played right back and he has been tremendous. So I wouldn't change his position. Nah, Nick, you don't, it's not often you... you, you players players when they're you know I mean you, you can argue this because he was a winger up until 18 yeah. months ago yeah I, I get the point you're making but once the players positions kind of set you find it so it's quite rare unless they actually are a proper utility player you know Paul like Wilhurst playing out wide and playing up front yeah yeah they're, it's been, they're very different positions yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's very rare that you'd see um yeah. That you'd see a, a right a right back become a right winger and play in the Premier League. I think he's proved himself a Premier League right back. Can can I just go off script and while we're on the thing of fullbacks, PVA um, is turned into a goal machine, and <laughs> um, I he's doing what a left back should do and how the speed with which he can get back when he's been forward is absolutely incredible. Yeah, I, you know we've talked about this a lot, haven't we Nick? That the Van Arnholt for us. That is the biggest turnaround in a, in what I've thought of a player ever in Palace history ever. I honestly, at the start of the season, after his performance against Bristol City in the cup, I and a number of other fans never wanted to see him in a Palace shirt again. <laughs> he was just absolutely awful that day. No personal sense, no effort. We were just absolutely sick of the guy. Now he's my. <laughs> <laughs> well, Palace fans, let us know who you want to see come in at Love Sport Radio on all the social media. We'll be picking this up in a few moments' time. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show right here on Love Sport. Israel's capital is Jerusalem. And England's capital, too, of course. Beautiful song. Love Sport.
I work for RespokesmanSaid.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit RespokesmanSaid.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. Forget mocha chocolate and visiting relatives in care homes. The weekends are for loving sport. Wake up with Love Sport Breakfast at the weekend with an MBE and Olympic medalist. Get your head round the most biased football show on UK radio and enjoy a barrister with all the banter. So much more fun than a trip to Ikea and our Balls of Media. Love sport of the weekend. I wish I could expel Russian diplomats as well as I expel gas. This is Love Sport. Good evening. The time is 12 minutes past eight. You are listening to the Crystal Palace Fan Show right here on Love Sport. And we're talking about how uh, Patrick Van Arnholt was the uh, the spur behind your success this season, Hambo. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah pretty much. Yeah. I mean, i be honest with you, I've never seen anything quite like it. Um, it's not just the turnaround that we were talking about before the break, but it's the way he plays the position. And I honestly think that Hodgson's kind of... This is how I feel about it. I might be way off the mark. But I kind of feel that Roy Hodgson's just looked at him and gone, right, I can't stop him doing what he's doing, mm. which is essentially wandering around <laughs> into various other people's positions um, throughout the course of a game. So instead of worrying about it and having a go at him and telling him to get back into the left-back position and stop waving his arms around when he's caught out of position, do you know what? I'm just going to tell everyone else to cover for him while he's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think now we've done that, he's fine. <laughs> it can keep... He's popping up in the penalty area and slotting chances away like a striker. I mean, where, where did he come from? <laughs> <laughs> it comes back to that thing that I was saying earlier, though, doesn't it? So many Premier League managers, Antonio Conte is the big example this year. They turn around and they throw their toys at the pram and say, I need new players. Okay, you got, I mean, Antonio Conte had a, a title winning side at his disposal. Mm-hmm. And coach what's in front of you and like you say that's that's what element of because he is an old school guy and he comes from the time before you could throw money around he thinks do you know what i'm a coach first and, and the club manager second yeah ab- absolutely and i think what's really interesting about roy is the more you you look into his background and the more you you sort of try and find those little unknown quotes and unknown articles there was an article that someone posted on a palace site actually this week which was written by Breda Hangland yeah, uh, okay. at the start of the very, very start of the season. So just after De Boer had been sacked and Roy had been appointed. So Palace at the time, four games, four losses, bottom of the table. And he was talking about what, what to expect from Hodgson and just told the story of him going out for dinner with Hodgson and Ray Lewington. And they said, oh, after the England debacle, Roy, is that you done? And he said, no, 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 I've got one more club left in me. One more club. And to put it right... And it just kind of, it was meant to be for Roy. But he talks, well, everyone who talks about having played under him, generally speaking, talk about him as their best manager, uh, other than Roberto Carlos, from what I can tell, who says he's the worst manager ever. (laughs) But um, But if if he's good at dealing with marauding left-backs, you'd think... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Apparently apparently it's because he tried to play him left-wing, but uh, he he didn't like that. Didn't put him on free kicks. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) But uh, no, it's it's really, really interesting stuff. The more you find out about Ryan, just how dedicated a coach he was was and is, and and how adaptable he is. And I think we've seen that as as Palace fans more than than perhaps anyone, because we've got the benefit of every little bit of experience, every up and down, and you know he's very very basic you can see it as a fan you know when you when you're watching the the, the team line up and you know in, in his first game you watch the line up and you watch us try and carry on playing this 4-3-3 and it wasn't really working and people were 
you know, there's large gaps between players, isolated forwards, all this sort of stuff. And then just gradually over time, you start to see the formation evolve. Mm-hmm. So there's never big gaps between any of the players. There's always someone supporting someone else, you know, and it always starts with this simple back four. And the back four all know their job. And if anyone doesn't do their job, they're out of the team pretty quickly. And someone who is good at it comes in. And it's only really injuries that stopped him perhaps being even more successful. Football really is it's, it's a very simple game sometimes, isn't it? And I think that's what a lot of these these big money, dare I say, these big money coaches who come from other countries and perhaps bring bring the, the culture of Real Madrid and, and Barcelona and teams like that with them, which is all about spending money, actually. It's about coaching the players you've got first and foremost. Um, it's, this is such a hard question, and I'm sure you're all going to argue mm-hmm. about it. Hmm. Um We'll start with we'll start with you, Nick. Who would you like to see come in um, this summer? Lucas Fabianski is someone who's been mentioned. I should say from Swansea, have obviously gone down. Yeah, he's a, he's a solid goalkeeper. Um, if we get um, Geiter, is it Geiter? Geiter from uh, yeah from uh, <laughs> from wherever. It's completely gone. Um, that would be good. I mean, there's Getafe. Been, Getafe. Yeah, uh, there's a Spanish team. There's rumours that that <laughs> might not be just for those kids who don't know. Uh, they are Spanish. Yeah, they're not they Portuguese are, yeah, or anything, are they? Don't doubt yourself, mate. You're, yeah. you're, you're on fire. That was yeah, good. 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 We're looking as far afield as Colombia for our players. And um, <laughs> but I, I haven't really spotted anybody. A couple of people mentioned Shakiri, but I don't know whether I'd like him to play for Palace. I love Shakiri. I know, but he reminds me of a Harry Enfield character with his look and yeah. the faces he pulls. I don't know if I could be able to do it seriously. And he's always upset me playing against Palace, so I don't know whether he could win me round. Um, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. Is there a uh, position that you that you particularly think that's somewhere? If we could only buy him one position, that's where we need a bit of shoring up. Up front. Couple providing we keep the players we've got it all depends who goes who who I'd like to see in a couple of weeks ago I was on the same page with like Nick um, I would I would like someone up front but thinking about now Wilf and Townsend up front they're just there's a good partnership there. it's so, pretty dangerous yeah so I don't know if he's up front maybe a wide player and possibly if you're asking me one player that I would love is Ruben Loftus-Cheek of course <laughs> I think every Palace fans can agree on that he has been tremendous for us and has great potential as well but if you're looking at positions it'll be somewhere up top midfield is solid if you do sign goodbye but yeah apart from that I'll say yeah up front Talking to low knees. Oh, go on, Chris. You go yeah, first. Can, no, I, can I, I ask? Yeah. Oh, go on. <laughs> Before you start bringing stuff up and changing the show. All right, mate. You were late. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, you're right. I was late. No. In all seriousness, guys, you know, I, I see where you're coming from, but you've got to throw the sentiment out, right? You've got to look at what happened this season. You're once again fighting relegation. Work didn't have proper cover for injuries. You know, and more importantly, we've we've got away with it because we've had Roy come in and get us playing a certain way, right? So the trouble is teams are going to work that out and you started to see it at certain times with the with the Townsend and Zaha eventually people will understand okay it's not orthodox so we don't have anyone to mark until they come into the center but you saw Watford do a really really good job at stopping that um and and you know late again in sort of certain halves of of the other games there were people who were sort of negated that so I think if you go into the next season thinking you can just do the same thing and the same result will happen you'll be absolutely wrong not only will all the other teams upgrade um, but you know you get found out we need we need the players in to have a proper plan B and part of that is you know as we saw the four four two where Hodgson played Benteke and Serloff together we've got to have the facility to do that you know so against the the bigger teams where we're high pressed and we're right back we're pushed back into our own half and we've got to smack the ball long 
those are the games that we've got to figure out a way of playing and get people in to do. Like Lynn Murray used to. Well, <laughs> well, well exactly, exactly, yeah. Um, Palace fans, what do you think? At Love Sport Radio, across all the social media. Of course, you can give us a bell as well. 0208 70 20 558. You're listening to the Crystal Palace Fan Show on Love Sport. Unemployment is through the roof. And if you to lose your job at the job centre, you still have to show up to work the next day. What's that all about? That I can tell you. Call us on 0208 70 20 558. And don't worry, we won't halve your data. Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Stop paying too much for your energy bills. Brian saved money on his at a spokesmansaid.com. Can you? I'm Brian from Swaddling Coat, South Derbyshire, and I saved about £400 on my energy bill with a spokesman set. The iSpokesman said website was very easy to use, instructions are quite clear to follow, and the money I saved I put towards a holiday. A spokesmansaid.com. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers in just a matter of minutes. To find real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. Who's going to win the World Cup? Not Italy, that's for sure. Who do you fancy? England? The Germans? Seven best bets offer great welcome deals for new customers. Whether you think you know this summer's big winners, or you want a spin at the roulette table, or you fancy a flutter on the GGs, seven best bets have got you covered. Enjoy your World Cup with us. Sevenbestbets.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for details. Imagine what it's like to be a road worker on a motorway. Please drive carefully through roadworks. You love your sport, but it can be a pain organising it. Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team, and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. You can visit 10, 20, 50, 100 car dealers. Or just visit Car Giant with giant choice and giant savings. Millwall, tremendous. I'm a big fan of walls. Many people are saying walls is what it's all about. 558 AM. Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Good evening, you are listening to the Crystal Palace Fan Show here on Love Sport. The time is 22 minutes past eight. My name's Joe Forrester and I am here with the boys from Homesdale Radio. Uh, Nick, you wanted to give a quick, and, and it's, got, it's gone down, it's not gone down well actually, you wanted to give a quick <laughs> shout out to Bromley who are playing Brackley Town in the FA Trophy final this weekend. <laughs> Come on you Lily Whites. No, my, my son's going, I uh, quite often go to Bromley if um, Palace aren't at home. It's good, good atmosphere down. No, no one cares mate. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Collins... Played for Palace for a bit. No, no first team appearances. Yep. Yeah. I would like to say from the whole Love Sport <laughs> family, best of luck to Bromley in the trophy final yeah. on Sunday. <laughs> You're Brackley, aren't you? Come on, let's face it. Absolutely, through and through. He's, he's trying to get the Brackley Town fan show going. Um, <laughs> um, w- one of the things that, that you mentioned to me, Hambo, you wanted to talk about was the uh, the. 
people can't see me doing this because it's radio and it's an audio format. The team of the year. Yeah, the and, inverted commas. And I'm, team do, of the year. I'm doing the little bunny ears. Yeah, the inverted <laughs> commas. So I've seen lots of team of the year <laughs> and they all seem to vary wildly. Um, there is one which, which you found, uh-huh. perhaps made. <laughs> which has got, <laughs> which has got James Tompkins in it. Yeah, absolutely T- right. Tell us about it. Now listen, f- first, of, first of all, you're right, there are a lot of teams out there. Um, Garth Crooks made one that put Lewis Dunk from Brighton in, for example. So some of them are complete rubbish, you're right. You're absolutely right there. Uh, that one, is, it's a very reputable site. Mm. <laughs> I've forgotten what they're called. But who scored? Who scored, yeah, exactly. They're, they're a statistics-based site. But it, that's what it is, right? And I didn't make the site, but... <laughs> And they have James Tompkins in it at centre back, right? He's playing centre back next to next to Mustafi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, now, now let's have a look at the ratings that they had there. I mean, seven point four. Mustafi's seriously there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Be honest, Chris, I, no. I didn't look at the rest of the team, and now I'm feeling slightly undermined. And Nacho Monreal at left back. I mean, obviously, as we know, Arsenal's Arsenal's back four have had a have had a sterling season yeah. Yeah. in their lowest ever league finish <laughs> under Arsene Wenger. Well done, Chris. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, I I don't know who wanted to talk about this. <laughs> Which, which team wins? Like you blame Gareth um, Crooks as like Garth, Garth like, Crooks, not Gareth <laughs> Crooks. Man. Oh, he's he's right, one of the on. few players to have played at Wembley for Great Britain. Yeah, um, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> who did they have in goal? Uh, Nick Pope from. Oh, that's uh, fine. Nick. That's right. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. He's, he's up top. He's found his way to the uh, English club. Up top, to be fair, you can't argue with this. Harry Kane and Sergio Aguero, go, yeah, so um, with Salah, De Bruyne, Hazard, and Sterling in behind. I mean that that is a pretty dangerous team. Yeah, if you, you if you're a fan of of this who scored.com FC you would be looking and thinking the back four needs a bit of work <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah I think I think there's possibly some statistic they're focusing on there that, that mo- isn't a factor in most people's teams in the season you'd expect however James Tompkins has been amazing this year yeah. should be on the plane to the World Cup he has he's had he has mm. an excellent season hasn't he what and again is it is it somebody that Roy's got hold of and put his arm around and, and turned into something else? I think the the biggest factor, and I'm not sure I'm sure, sure the guys might might sort of back me up on this, is uh, his partnership with Sacco. Um, I think there's a statistic that we've never lost when the two of them have played together. Wow, um, <laughs> and we've probably I can't I can't remember the number of clean sheets. It's it's, it's absolutely out of this world their record as, as a partnership. Um, and they just they just complement each other perfectly. Sacco's insane, and Tompkins digs him out of trouble. I mean that is that is um, a big, hard centre back partnership, isn't it? Yeah. You're going to struggle at corners if you're the opposing team. Exactly, corners, <laughs> everything, even even a normal uh, in like counter attacks, they do pretty well. And yeah, they've had a very good partnership, and it's important to keep them to um, at a club next season because. There were some rumours that Sacco might go, etc., etc. But yeah, yeah, so it's important to keep Sacco there because James Tompkins is a great footballer. So Sacco, but if you take Sacco out the um, out the question, then who's going to play next to James Tompkins? Martin Kelly is not great; he's we've, average. We've lost Damo now, so. Yeah, that's. I mean, in terms of actually being physically able to no. play, the Premier, <laughs> that's not a huge loss. It was but, a lovely speech but, he gave last week yeah, after yeah. the game, wasn't it? I and think it's. Palace legend, Damo. Yeah. Well done. I think I think it's, it'll, it'll be between Kelly and Scott Dan if if they were to leave, and they're not. I don't think they're good enough um, to replace Sa- yeah, Saka. There's a signing to be made there. Let's let's have it that way. But yeah, Tompkins top season, and um, I think the the most the key part to that partnership is that they're both, as as Dio was saying, they're very good footballers. Mm. They can, you know, we can play out from the back with those guys, um, and that's really what we've been doing under Roy. That's made such a difference. There's an interesting theme emerging, isn't there? Because um, Mohamedou Sacco struggled at Liverpool. 
obviously. Um, Ruben Loftus-Cheek wasn't getting games at Chelsea. Zaha went to Manchester United, didn't work out for him. Andros Townsend struggled, went to Tottenham, didn't quite happen for him. Um, and they've all found a home and playing arguably their best football under Roy Hodgson, I think it, it's probably fair to say. I look at Crystal Palace, and I was on holiday recently with my mate who's a Palace fan, who insisted to, he said the reason that Wolf Zaha isn't leaving is because he's just started a Crystal Palace-themed clothing line. <laughs> Why would you do that if you were leaving? I think he's got a warped view of how lucrative this clothing line's going to be. <laughs> um, but what, what I wanted to ask is I look at them and I think, I mean, Burnley, okay, fair enough, Sean Dyche done a very good job. I look at Everton, yeah. I think that's not as good a side as Palace. No, uh, I, I, do you know, it's funny, that when they spent all that money in the summer, you know, particularly when they bought Sigurdsson, mm-hmm. I thought they've assembled one hell of a squad there. <laughs> but the way it's actually panned out, the kind of reputation of those players has just fallen. And the reputation of, you know, the Palace players, certainly in my eyes anyway, has, has just grown. And, and, I, and I just, you're, you're absolutely right. And when you look at it now from when you looked at it, when I looked at it at the start of the season yeah completely agree and uh, arguably they got rid of one of their best players when they found Lookman out on Salone yeah to um, was it Munich or uh, RB Leipzig that's it Leipzig, Leipzig. yeah I, and he, I saw him on telly the other week it was fantastic absolutely brilliant so my question is so Crystal Palace next year should you be able to keep the core of this squad together um, Zaha perhaps lost a cheek signing and, and maybe add a couple of other names where's I suppose where's the limit next year what, what's possible well, it's never that simple, is it? But <laughs> um, I think if you look at the form we've achieved under Roy Hodgson, I think something some someone uh, said in the twenty eighteen we were fifth in terms of form uh, overall, which is incredible. Mm. Uh, but I saw something that since he's been at Palace, the majority of um, our um, ratings in various statistical areas were about tenth, so that's one place up. So. Um, from where we actually finished, so I, 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 I struggle with it really because I think, I think if you look at where Burnley finished, mm-hmm. there's no reason that we can't do a Burnley. But if you look at where West Brom finished, there's no reason we can't do a West Brom if things go against us. It's that tight. So, I think more than keeping the squad together, we've got to, We've got to add to it. We've got to do something else. Just give us that little bit extra. Um, but seriously, the way we've been playing. I think we'll we'll give every team a real run for their money, and we could easily finish, you know, in, in a European position. Yep, I certainly think so as well. And all the ingredients are there, and you've got to think that Steve Parrish has made his managerial mistake, and hopefully, um, moving forward, he'll look to correct things and, and keep the ship nice and steady. The time is half past eight. You're listening to Love Sport in a few moments' time. Dear Dr. At the end of the day, <laughs> my wife is the first lady. Stormy Daniels is the second lady, and Karen McDougal is the third lady. The Odds with 7 Best Bets. Please gamble responsibly. Hi guys, it's Liam from 7bestbets.com. It's FA Cup weekend. United have the chance to equal Arsenal's record of 13 FA Cup wins. The game kicks off at 5.15 on Saturday. Man United previously beat Chelsea in 94. They won 4-0 that day. Fancy it again, it's 80-1. to Or Pogba to score a hat-trick is 200-1. to Smalling to get the first goal is in at 20s. Chelsea minus one, you can get 5-1 to on that. To lift the trophy, Chelsea are evens while Man U are 4-5. Enjoy the game. 
listening. That's the odds from 7bestbets.com. The odds with 7 Best Bets. Please gamble responsibly. Visit GambleAware for more information. <laughs> Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. You made 60 quid on the Royal Family. Which money that you have paid for them, which is quite nice, <laughs> isn't it, in a way? Not you got your money back. I got my money back. I'm not a royal. No, it's no. not that I'm not a royalist. I just, I don't I know. I love I the royal family. I, of course you do. <laughs> I can't. You voted Brexit and you love the royal family. <laughs> I get it. I know who I'm sitting with. Weekdays from 6am. The kids are in bed. <laughs> the dog's been given a juicy bone to keep him quiet. And it is 8.31 on a Friday night. He is not just an expert on the Eagles, oh no. <laughs> He's an expert on love, life and so much more. It's Dear DR. Hambo, what problems do we have for our resident love guru this week? Well, the, the listeners have been in touch. and uh, Oh, yeah. This one from Yuri Nater. <laughs> so, uh, I think he's Russian. Mm. Probably. <laughs> the mysterious East. Indeed. indeed. <laughs> Dear DR, the Premier League is over. And now I've got no excuse to avoid watching rom-coms with my girlfriend. How do I get out of this sticky wicket? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Um, run away. Run, run away. <laughs> I think mean, that's. I mean, that's the best. I mean, that's the best thing to do. Just run away. Just don't look back. Do, do, turn off your phone. It's not like a rom com. No. <laughs> no. no, no. I you, know what, you know what a rom com is? Romantic comedy. Oh, I didn't know that was. You didn't. So <laughs> what, what, what did you? What think did you, it was? you yeah, <laughs> keep it clean. Keep it clean. <laughs> uh, well, no, I, don't, I honestly don't know. No. Just stop answer, a, stop, know stop what answering questions. You don't know. <laughs> But also running away is a simple solution. So. There's Fair only enough. so many times a man can watch Shallow Hal or The Holiday and remain it, sane. Exactly. <laughs> you ever, Go to Russia. You ever watched The Notebook with a young lady? Oh, oh I've watched it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Unacceptable at what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Wiping a single tear. So... Now, now you know what we're talking about here, um, and you imagine you're with a young lady. She, you, you don't. Well, actually, no. What it seems is that you would like to watch those films. So I think that's the problem. Here, yeah. isn't it? You can't really, you can't really answer that. All right. You can't beat a good Danielle Steele sort of drama on a on a Wednesday afternoon on ITV if you want. Well, they they're, they're still they're make quite showing, <laughs> showing your age it again. Might be ITV yeah. Seven or something, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cannot stop. <laughs> can, can I just say that with, with, with the rom com thing, mm. why don't you? just be share and have a rom-com and then terminator 2 yeah yeah rom-com can i can i say i cry more at the end of terminator 2 than i do at rom-coms or when he goes into the lava his eyes he's got (laughs) a thumb up there and he's just oh man spoiler warning by the way if you missed sorry if if you've missed mid-90s classic (laughs) terminator 2 (laughs) that's how it ends sorry it's only been on telly i've seen it it's been on five times this week yeah (laughs) different channels i'm genuinely tearing up now thinking about it anyway That was good. <laughs> You're right, Christy. Next one. I'm fine. I'm just going to let it go. Mm. <laughs> Poor old Arnie. I feel like this one's going to be sexy. Oh, I imagine so. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to... I think this... Hang on a second. I've just got to quickly read it through. Is it? Is it radio friendly? This one is. There, we, we've got a final one that is. Oh. So, anyway. Let's get, let's get this going. DR, I think you're, you'll be all right on this all one. Right. Mm. 
Dear DR, I'm in a bit of a tough spot. My sons are wanting me to pre-order the new Palace kit because we're all massive Palace fans, but I only have enough Bob to buy one. So how do I tell my kids they can shove it? I'm only pre-ordering the kit for myself. Nothing is sexier than ordering the <laughs> ordering the kit ahead of the new season. Yeah, this, <laughs> this music feels inappropriate. <laughs> DR. Oh, that's, that's a hard one. So if I had a kid, um, uh, if I was in that situation, I'll probably... I'll just... It's, I'll probably me and the kid can both wear the me and the kid can both wear the kit, so he can I can carry him. So I'll get extra large kit. Right, right. No, let's uh, think this through. Extra large kit. Yeah, and I'll carry the kid on top of my shoulders. How how, how old? <laughs> <laughs> the music's changed. How old are you expecting this kid to be here? How old is the kid? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, who you knows? Not, you're not trying to get him <laughs> well, Yeah, 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 I'll do it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I'll order extra large palace kit and then do that. I think we're seeing a dangerous side of you today, so, dear. The, the obvious answer is you wait till the last week of the season and you pick up kids' quid, kids kits for a fiver. You nip down there by them and say, oh, this is a special one. I'm not telling them it's It's too late, years. but... Guys, I, I, think the, I think the answer's in the question. You just do it because you want the kit. And what they want isn't important, is it? They're just children. And you, you explain to them at length, until they're incredibly bored, how much you've sacrificed <laughs> so that they can have all that they have. Spot on, yeah. Joe. That's exactly right. Yeah, dealt with. You're learning as well, DR. Yeah, I'm learning as well. Because you've got to get better at this. Because yeah. if they moan about it, you can make them face the wrong way at the game for a couple of games until they shut up about it. To be fair, I'm the dad, so why is the kid... He's come round. So I'll just just enjoying the sacks. <laughs> right there, Chris. Yep, sorry. Right. emotional today. Can I just say the next one? I have I have seen it, and anybody of a sensitive disposition, get ready to swoon. Absolutely right. And I'm going to use my sensual voice. I yeah, usually say for the forward previews. Can we turn my head down a bit, Jamie? Because I don't think I can handle this <laughs> sensitive voice. <laughs> you ready, Dr? This is at you. Dear Dr, the wife and I were looking to spice things up in the bedroom oh, by no. doing a bit of role play, but the girl is not too happy with the situation <laughs> and says it's not erotic enough. How do I convince her that Roy Hodgson role play is a good shout? I mean, Roy Hodgson role play. How does you know, you know. Yeah. So she's she's Roy and he's Benteke and she's telling him he's not in the team. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, I was going to say something, but I don't know if it's appropriate for radio. <laughs> no, t- t- let me let me tell you through a, a scenario, Dr. You're uh, you're with your best girl, you know. You've been down the country fair or whatever it is you kids do. <laughs> Where these days. is this happening? <laughs> Somewhere fair. in the deep south. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> not south reason. London. It's a Greece down and Abbey High. Yeah, you've gone to the the box social, and um, and you know you. you You've had a great night, and she looks into your eyes, and she wants to she wants to accompany you home, and you're only too happy to oblige. Yeah. But when you get home and you put the Roy Hodgson wig and face mask on her, she reacts badly. <laughs> so, <laughs> how how would you deal with that situation? Oh, I can't say it. I just can't. <laughs> it's not appropriate. You've got to ask yourself as well. If she reacts badly to that, is that really the woman you want to exactly, spend your life with? Yeah. Especially Roy Hodgson. <laughs> if she doesn't like Roy Hodgson, then I'll just have to question her. Producer I- Jamie's gesturing through the glass. Like, that's a thing that comes up in every day. He's like, exactly. That's what I've been saying. Yeah. <laughs> Can I be honest? Most of the women I meet look a little bit like Roy Hodgson anyway. So, so for me, this is just it's all fine. 
Women look like Roy Hodgson to you, did you say? Um, no, no. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> you're, a, you're a troubling young man. Dude. I think Roy, Roy Hodgson has got a certain uh, Dick Van Dyke in Mary Poppins style charm, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit less Australian than that, but yeah. If she, does, if she doesn't like the Roy side of me, then it's not meant to be. The Roy yeah. side of you, is that like is that like your dark side? It's like your superpower. No, it's not it's dark Batman side. On the mask. It's just like the soft laugh, like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you know, oh, okay. Yeah. If you don't okay, like so that side of me, then I guess I'll just have to say, you know, I'll find another fish. That's so, more. as Roy, would you have bought a Ray Lewington in as well to ask? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> this is a family show. Wow, dear dear, um, explosive as always. We've of course got your four word previews coming up very shortly. It's the Palace Fan Show on Love Sport. Let me tell you, talk spot loses real lightweights. Believe me, Love Sport. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTV.com. Play your way to one million pounds. London's lunchtimes have just got tastier. He's a familiar face and isn't afraid to chat about the right stuff. Kevin O'Sullivan on Love Sport. Weekdays from 1. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on a spokesmansaid.com and... I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit wedoh.com. We Do. The smarter, quicker way of advertising advertising in London, supporting London businesses of all sizes. Imagine what it's like to be a road worker on a motorway. Please drive carefully through roadworks. You could make the main dealer's day by paying over the odds. Or you could go to Big Motoring World and save a fortune on up to 2,000 pre-owned BMWs, Mercedes, Audis and VWs. With the money you save, put a smile on your face with a cheeky weekend away for two. Give yourself a break at Big Motoring World. Just minutes from the M25. See bigmotoringworld.co.uk. They are some great people on the tube, really great people. But don't talk to them. Don't talk. Seriously, silence on the tube. It has to be. Believe me, silence. 558 AM. Love Sport. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Good evening, the time is 8.42. You are, of course, listening to the Crystal Palace Fan Show right here on Love Sport. My name's Joe Forrester and I'm here with Homesdale Radio. And it is time, as the music tells us... 
<laughs> for the four-word preview hand, though. I'm going to go out on a limb, and uh, Nick's had a little bit of a go at the music there. It's supposed to be sensual. We get What we do is we get very amorous at this time mm. of the evening, and we like to read various different double entendres into four-word previews. To be fair to Benny Hill... Well, it may not have been sensual, but he did used to try to chase sort of women round dresses of milkman with his yeah. hat on sideways. Yeah, absolutely. you're right. It was amorous, but yeah. in a kind of aggressive way. It, yeah. <laughs> it was cheeky, and let's face it, in, in 2018, he'd be arrested. He would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rightly, rightly so. Yeah. <laughs> how'd, you, how'd you imagine that would have gone? <laughs> right, so I do I do have some four-word previews Fantastic. I'm just waiting for producer Shemalar. Here we go. Oh... Yeah, or oh, everybody, people are still on their sofas, lying back, fanning themselves, a couple of buttons undone after Dear DR. And now, <laughs> let me tell you guys, you are going to slide off that leather couch onto the shag carpet on the living room floor. <laughs> and things are about to get sexy. Absolutely right. <laughs> oh, that voice. <laughs> Ian Groom, reset the roller coaster. Nevertheless, he assisted. <laughs> strange name. Strange name. Saving for European tour. Taking Amsterdam while you're touring Europe. I've gone quite gruff. I'm a bit Phil Mitchell this week. It's, it's a bit like... um. In a town. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I've gone movie producer. <laughs> Charles Meyer. Time. To be aggressive. Mm, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes we do. Don't we? <laughs> uh, Crystal Palace Scout. Luca wins World Cup. That's quite. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Crystal Palace Scout again. <laughs> don't let Kabai go. He, he is a very, very, very attractive man. You're quite right. <laughs> Um, I'm going to have to filter some of these out. <laughs> um, Elliot, end of an era. Interesting. Oh, he means something else. <laughs> Elliot, Roy's Palace should consolidate. Always, always like to consolidate with a young lady at the end of an evening. Oh, wow. <laughs> Adam 180, we, we going win league. I'll let you have that. <laughs> we go <laughs> win league. It isn't, it isn't strictly speaking a sentence, <laughs> but it is four words. He thought if he put the apostrophe <laughs> RE in, it would count as another word. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I th- actually, I think it's uh, uh, a comma missing, whereby we're going, we're going win league. <laughs> uh, Ian Holloway, I suspect not that one. <laughs> so Lionel Andres Messi. Dave Cranfield, sign Ruben Loftus Cheek. <laughs> Who would you prefer? Palace fans out of the radio. <laughs> Rob Duncan, bye before deadline day. And uh, DR, you are at hand with a beep for me. Okay, oh no. Oh, wait, wait. <clears throat> that was a very, very odd noise. Wait, yeah, DR. Were you I'm trying ready. to be sensual as well? No, no. <laughs> The production values on this show are astonishing. Really really. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you read it, you read it, yeah. DR. Don't beep it up. <laughs> that's that's all of the, the sensual-ish ones <laughs> I could find. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. I'll try and ask earlier next time. If those if those are the sensual ones, I don't want to hear what we had to cut. Wow. <laughs> um, the four-word preview. Absolutely amazing. Um, it is, of course, FA Cup final weekend. Let's get 
a four-word preview from you guys about the FA Cup final. And if you can incorporate the theme, I think all the better. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um, beer festival more important. <laughs> uh, Nick's one. I think I'm the winner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Nick, you mentioned the beer festival. You're of course right. The Crystal Palace beer festival what on earth is the crystal palace beer festival i'll tell you what right this this is incredible it is incredible so i've gone through every single one of them they've been going for a number of years now and it started off with so one of our um one of the people who rescued the club back in 2010 was a guy called steve browett who's Mm -hmm. still um, a shareholder now but back then he was um he was one of the sort of 25 percent owners uh and a bit more of a higher profile role and uh he owns a company called far vintners who are a wine merchant and so and he's a massive fan of real ale and he just decided you know there's enough interest in it when he talked to, on the palace message boards and stuff you know let's have our own mini mini festival so i think it started it was in the back of the homestay stand there was about 30 or 40 beers and a 10 ciders or so and i think that first year about 1500 of us turned up and it was supposed to go until seven we drunk it dry at about 3 30 <laughs> um, that's the bring the british way and, yeah absolutely right <laughs> yeah. and i think i think the highlight was at the end was neil morrissey doing the men behaving badly dance at the bar <laughs> 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 as everyone saw saying duh, 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 duh. So, it's amazing is are you drinking in the stand or in the concourse yes yeah, so uh, it's in the concourse and the stands are open as well so the the fa cup final goes on the big screen um and sometimes people watch it <laughs> but that's brilliant there's yeah. uh this year it's got so big there's two 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 hundred beers and about 40 or 50 ciders and various other types of drinks as well um it's it's just an incredible experience it's really nice because it always happens on fa cup final day obviously there's loads of fans from other clubs as well it's never never bad tempered it's always friendly there's they put bands on so there's scar bands there's street food it's just an incredible day and you get to sit you know in your in your 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 team stadium watch the fa cup final on massive screen and get absolutely hammered is there a part of you because obviously <laughs> you're not allowed to drink in football grounds no. is there a part of you We've just done Dear DR, of course, and forward preview, so I'm still feeling a, a bit a bit frisky. Is there, a, is there a part of you that feels very naughty drinking in the stands? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a very odd experience going out there, and like, there's often games going on, so some charity matches and um, also matches that some pe- fans can pay to play in as well. So you've always Fantastic. got some football on the pitch, and again, yeah, that feels odd being in the in the stands and you know necking a. a a pint of whatever and you know it's it, i say it's a, it's a great day out it really is what a rare and beautiful thing we'll be talking more about the crystal palace beer festival in a few moments time you're listening to love sport lego the strongest brand in the uk i think i'm gonna have to build my wall with lego now love sport i work for a spokesman said.com we can help you save money on your home insurance all you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal there is now another way to enjoy Love Sport on your favourite smart speaker. Just say to your Amazon Alexa device, Alexa, enable Love Sport skill. Or just visit the Amazon Alexa app and enable us there. Once you've enabled us, use Open Love Sport to listen to the station that packs a punch. Love Sport 24 7 through Alexa. London Hospitals, a war zone. Just like my rear end after spicy food. This is Love Sport. 
Good evening. You are listening to the Crystal Palace Fan Show here on Love Sport. The time is approaching nine minutes to nine. Only a few minutes left of the show this evening. We are talking about the Crystal Palace Beer Festival. I have a quote. Official, uh, the the official, I was about to say pamphlet. It's not a pamphlet. It's a brochure <laughs> that comes with it these days. Premier um, League now. The, we, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, yeah. The uh, the headline um, sort of draw, I suppose, is Neil Morrissey yeah. of Men Behaving Badly fame. Um, he was also in a film with Danny Dyer called Run For Your Wife, which <laughs> still holds the record for the lowest opening weekend box office in the UK, oh, wow. having taken less than £650. The reason I know that, I did the premiere. Which, <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> which, which let me tell you, was, was quite the star-studded event. <laughs> um, it says, Neil is an actor... A brewer of Palace Ale, an obsessed Palace fan, and a big supporter of the festival since it began back in 2011. Uh, but you said um, Hambo fans of all teams come down and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. There was a guy one year in a, a full Arsenal kit, which provided some amusement. I'll be honest. But um, you actually, but you also get you get fans of fans from all clubs. But you also get um, the sort of camera group, which is the campaign for Real Ale. Yep. So all of their all of their guys treat it like a proper, you know, one of the one of the big festivals now because it's it's now one of the bigger ones in London. I mean, it doesn't hit the sort of size of there's like one in Olympia that's like, you know, ten twenty thousand people or whatever. But yep. for the, for a, for what it is, it's it's grown from you know you, they can't sell enough tickets really now. It's, it's I think it's over two thousand this year. How long sold. is it till we get an official Crystal Palace? Like beer, because well, are, are you about no. to are you about to tell me there is one? Because yeah. I was going to say in Leeds, right? If you've ever if you've been up to Leeds in the past five or six years, there is a draft lager that you can get in almost all the bars called Lucas Radabeer. <laughs> oh, that's good with, with a picture of him on the pump. That, that is that's yeah. good stuff. That yeah. is so that's much more creative. So we've got a Palace Ale, and we that's not anywhere near as creative. It's very very nice. very very fragrant, and um, yeah, it's <laughs> a I know we're not drink. we're not strictly speaking supposed to be talking about alcohol oh. too much from what I remember. <laughs> but but I'm going to do it anyway. You can't stop me. And um, so there's also a, uh, a brewery started by um, a couple of Palace fans who now actually helped to put the event on. Um, I can't remember the surnames now. They, they'll kill me, but Mark and Simon anyway. They started a brewery called Cronks, as in like Bronx, but Cronks because it's Croydon. Yep. They said, um, instead of the Bronx, the Cronks. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, yes, that's oh, what it stands wow. for. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> um, and those guys have, have basically started started from nothing and built up their own brewery it's absolutely incredible types of uh, types of ales and porters and stouts and things like that it's, it's great great stuff so it's brewed by lifelong and it is worth pointing out as well it's a family friendly day yep. soft drinks are available correct um, and as if this day couldn't get any better you can watch both the royal wedding the FA Cup final. Yeah, I've, got, I've got a feeling which one will dominate, but Royal <laughs> Wedding, of course. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, you can tell how long people have been there. If, if there's, if it's sort of as as Meghan Markle walks down the aisle, and there's a few Palace fans at the front blubbering and wiping tears away from the side. <laughs> Lads, maybe it's time to lay off the cronks <laughs> yeah. for just a little absolutely bit. Right. Can I, uh, yes, I've got course. time to say just how just how you know how good it is. I was at. Um, a couple of years ago, I was at a music festival. Two, it was a sorry three-day music festival, which I left during to go to the Palace Beer Festival before returning to the festival. Just, wow, it's that good! Um, I don't remember the festival that year, but 
My my best uh, leadable story is I was covering Wireless Festival the year that Jay-Z headlined and I was there uh, doing the backstage interviews and I said to the cameraman as Jay-Z went on stage, come on mate, we better leave now because we'll definitely beat the traffic. <laughs> so <laughs> people had flown in from all over the world to see him and I just knew it meant we had a clear run back to this. <laughs> That's when you know you've been doing it too long. Um, chaps, we've only got a couple minutes left of the show. Um, Crystal Palace, obviously, uh, a long, exciting summer ahead, securing the Premier League. Where do you want to see yourselves in... Come on, brain, we got out of tougher jams than this. <laughs> Three months' time when the season starts. Um, what, I, what I desperately want, and I'm convinced we won't have this year, is, is I want to start the season with the same manager we ended the season with. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's It's been so long. <laughs> it's a simple wish. Yeah. I mean, the, any number of reasons that we've uh, we've had them walk off or get sacked or whatever. I, I just, you know, a couple, a couple of seasons of stability. I'd like to see Roy build on, you know, he's listen, he's restored his reputation, isn't he? He's, you know, he's being respected. He's being talked about as manager of the year. That's great to see from us, for, for us and for him as well. And I want to see him take us onto that, that next level and leave us a legacy. So start the summer with Roy in charge. Have a, have a transfer window that's a few faces in and out nothing dramatic but a bit sensible surgery on the squad and I'll be happy couldn't agree more um, DR how about you I just want yeah as, as Chris said a bit of stability because we always in the pre-season for some odd reason managers decide to leave we have the dodgy um, uh, um, reputation yeah reputation yeah reputational <laughs> issues with like Pulis leaving and Allardyce leaving so yeah if we keep on Roy and then push on next season because I think the sky's the limit under Roy I think we shouldn't be challenging for um, I think we should be challenging for the top 10 and top 7 Absolutely um, Nick final word to you I'd like to see Mr Parrish who's doing a sterling job to learn from some of his mistakes over the <laughs> yes. summer regarding transfers and the fact we'll, we'll still have a manager in plus that we had the season before we can go a whole year with the same manager and as well as a legacy a contingency for when he does go Fantastic. Um, Nick, DR, Hambo, thank you so much. It's been an absolute blast, chaps. Um, it's also been a real blast watching Palace this season and best of luck for the summer. Come on, England, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, thank you very much, chaps. It's been a pleasure. You've been listening to the Crystal Palace Fan Show right here on Love Sport. It's time for the news, which is basically the bit where the presenter goes to the toilet. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. The perfect comedy breakfast sandwich. You like it saucy, there'll be something for you. Weekdays from 6am. This is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesmansaid.com. I'm Lionel from Peacehaven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend everybody does the same. A spokesman said.com getting real people real savings. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com fighting for you, saving you money. Who's going to win the World Cup? Not Italy, that's for sure. Who do you fancy? England? The Germans? Seven best bets offer great welcome deals for new customers. Whether you think you know this summer's big winners, or you want to spin at the roulette table, or you fancy a flutter on the GGs, Seven Best Bets have got you covered. Enjoy your World Cup with us. SevenBestBets.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for details. 
If you fall asleep at the wheel, you'll put your life into others as well. Before you feel tired, pull off the road into a services or other safe area, drink some strong coffee, and take a quick nap while the caffeine kicks in. If you're having a nap, you've left your lights on, sir. All right, cheers. Think. Don't drive tired. You could visit 10, 20, 50, 100 car dealers. Or just visit Car Giant with giant choice and giant savings. Car Giants. Thank you very much to the boys from Homesdale Radio uh, with the Crystal Palace Fan Show. Really, really good fun having them in. And it is, of course, coming up to nine o'clock here on Love Sport. My name's Joe Forrester. I'm going to be with you for another hour. And it is a jam-packed hour. Brentford fans do not go anywhere because the Brentford Fan Show is on its way. Billy the Bee Grant, Dave Laney Lane and Gary Paul are going to be in the studio in just a few moments' time, bringing you all the latest from Griffin Park. Brentford fans... It is time to get involved at Love Sport Radio across all of our social media. Of course, you can give us a bell. The number is 0208 70 20 558. We have got the Brentford Fan Show coming up for you in a few moments' time right here on Love Sport. On five. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mate's already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.